0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Foul Balls podcast for November 1st. Today we will be breaking down the Wednesday Champions League slate. I am joined by my co-host Rob Diamond. Hey Rob, how was your Halloween and your Tuesday Champions League?
1: My Halloween was excellent, had a blast. Had got lots of candy, obviously, you know, I'm still 16 at heart. And uh, my Champions League yesterday was uh, pretty interesting. I had a, a couple perfect cards in the go until and Robin decided to score a zero for me. So he kind of cut my legs out. I still cashed, but it could have been a really special day yesterday.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the last time Robin decided just to put up a zero and not get involved in any sort of attacking offense for Bayern. But anyways, let's hope for Wednesday with a much better slate. And with no further ado, let's dive in. We'll start with the keepers. Keepers is pretty easy for me. I'm going to stay high. I don't see any value taking any of the low price guys. They all come with a ton of red flags. Piatov is the guy I'll be looking to target in most of my lineups. He seems to be the safest keeper as he's, you know, racked up about 15 saves in his past three or f- three, uh, champions league matches. He comes in with the very plus matchup at home against Fanard, and he should be able to pay off, you know, the high price tag. I'm hoping for a clean sheet and a victory with Piatta. outside of that, I like, you know, the Real Madrid keeper, Kiko Casilla. He seems to be an interesting play, and just like all the Real Madrid guys, he seemed to be a little bit low priced since they're on the road in England today. How about you, Rob?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be rocking a little bit of Liverpool and cash. Uh, Carriers and Mingolay are way too expensive for GPP, but in cash you just want your points and run, uh, so that's a good option. Piattov absolutely the best uh, keeper play of the slate uh, for Shakhtar. His price is right, his saves is right, and the game situation is right. Uh, you're going to want to fade Dortmund. You're going to want to fade Sevilla and Porto at the back. Porto is interesting because they have some really good wing backs, but uh, I- Igor Kiyos is a-, a former Spanish international. You know, uh, during the Sp- Spanish heydays so he isn't completely incapable. It's just I'm not sold on Porto. But uh, definitely my two favorite players are going to be the Real Madrid and uh, and Man City keeper, uh, Casilla and Ederson. Uh, both of them come in at a massive discount in comparison to their actual skill level. Uh, neither team uh, is facing like the most... Uh, Potent offenses right now, so um, I, I like both of them to come away with the result here and uh, get a fair amount of saves. And if you can sneak a uh, CS bonus in there, all the better. The only um, uh, the only discount keeper I'll be rocking with this week is uh, the APO APOEL APOL uh, keeper uh, Gudinio at uh, thirty seven hundred. I'm not sold on Dortmund right now. They've been playing like garbage the last few weeks and. Uh, I like uh, a to come around here and get a result this game. Uh, at the same time, knocking up a few saves. Uh, so, he should be someone that you can look to in uh, the value play for keepers this week. Because, in, in honesty, there really isn't very much. He's the one you want to roll with, Cadinho.
0: Awesome. You know, I, I agree with you for the most part. I'm probably going to be sticking high. I I'd see the majority of the value in, you know, guys like Casillas, Casilla, and Piatta. Anyways. Let's move to defense. Something we like to do with defense is pair with our goalie. We feel that's a strong correlation for the clean sheet the victory and whatnot. So my favorite um, defenders are going to be the Porto wingbacks. Whoever starts for Porto, Telus, layun they've both been averaging, you know, double-digit fantasy points. They're very heavily involved in the offense. And I think this is something that will continue, you know, going forward today. Last game against... Um, Leipzig. They. It was a five-goal thriller. Both guys were very involved, and you know they racked up crosses. they are some of the better you know defensive plays on the slate. Outside of that, I think Marcelo is interesting. He's priced a little bit too low considering his offensive output and capabilities and involvement with the Madrid offense. But I don't see much value. Going below there, I don't think it, this is a slate where you you know you're looking to pick center backs at the bottom unless you're going with Sergio Ramos, who somehow always seems to you know get a header on a goal and find finding the back of the net. What about you, Rob?
1: Yeah, I actually really like defense this week. I think there's a, a bunch of really hidden plays here that we're going to be able to jump on. Uh, we'll start with the Liverpool wingbacks. They're both pretty expensive. I'm not going to be touching Robertson. He's just too expensive uh, when you can just uh, drop down to uh, Alexander-Arnold, who's on Salah's wing. Uh, so Robertson's a, a decent play, probably in cash. Uh, but in GPP, I'm definitely going to be uh, rocking a lot of Trent Alexander-Arnold as my favorite play this week. Uh, the CS bonus is... As near guaranteed as it can possibly get. Uh, I like the Porto wingbacks, as you mentioned. Uh, they're both really interesting to me. Uh, I really, honestly, like I said, I really like when we get down low. I'm not too keen actually on stacking. Uh, Ederson with either of the Man City wingbacks. I like Kyle Walker but he just doesn't have the the kind of floor or ceiling that I'm looking for this week. He'll he'll have his hands full. You can look at his stats last game when they played Napoli and uh, he was held down pretty hard uh, by Insigne. Uh, So I look for Walker to have more of a defensive role here and not really the purpose you're looking for to uh, stack with. Hakimi on the other hand is an absolute lock for every single person this week at 4,400 on DraftKings, Hikimi uh, on Real Madrid he's been racking in the crosses uh, like mad. You can even look at his stats and uh, against Tottenham last time he got 8 crosses in and he was more expensive. So you're getting him at a discount uh, this week and Tottenham aren't really that great on the wings. They're very skilled in the middle uh, but uh, they don't put a lot of pressure on the wing back so I'll be looking for Hakimi to uh, pull off some uh, some points here. Uh, when you get closer to the 4k range is really where I start to like uh, what I see Honestly, I'm a big fan of Spartak this week. I think... They are quite hidden, Uh, they should do a lot of damage here because DFS wise they have some really great uh, players. Uh, Eshlenko and Khabarov uh, at the back, their two wing backs are very interesting to me at 42 and 4100. Khabarov eh, either pumps in a ton of crosses or last uh, slate he got an assist. He may be someone you want to move off here but that's something I'm looking at. Uh, For cash when you get down really low, Haps and Farnoid is a good option. Uh, I really like his, his ability. Uh, who else do we have here? Probably my two, uh, my, my top, uh, favorite, uh, super low play is, uh, Vier on, uh, Maribor playing against Liverpool. He still has a really decent floor here. Uh, and on top of that, Liverpool, you, you don't lose points as defender. So, uh, <laughs> As uh, playing Liverpool, a lot of people will be really scared away because Liverpool can score five goals. But they don't consider that all you really need is like your six or seven points from a guy that costs uh, thirty-four hundred in cash, and you can just walk with that and uh, feel fine knowing that uh, you really didn't risk too much. There still is a few more down at the bottom range there. Don't be afraid this week, uh, folks, when you're looking at the defensive slate to slide right down to the three Ks and take a look at some of these people that are down here. Uh, New Cope on uh, Firenord is another guy that pumps out a really good floor, and uh, Milanoff on Apoel. Uh He's another guy that I'll be considering if he's starting uh, as a wing back. Uh, but uh, other than that, uh, there really isn't too, too much happening uh, in the defensive department. Uh I, I still really like these really low guys. Don't be afraid to scoop way down there and find someone that averages four or five crosses a game, and uh, just throw that in cash, uh, because at the end of the day, all you really need is your your five, six points from the guy that costs that cheap, and then you can focus on the ceiling at the top because uh, you really don't want to risk missing out on a forward ceiling this week. I think there's some really, really serious ceilings to be had, but that's my defensive takes.
0: Awesome. Yeah, Uh, I agree with you for the most part, but I I find it a little sketchy to go down all the way to 3K guys and, you know, yeah, on. that's
1: purely cash. Like, it's definitely not a GPP play. It's just when you need your five points and you want to walk, scroll down there, find someone who averages crosses, and just roll with it. So you can focus on getting a Ronaldo or a Salah or a Yarmolenko in your, uh, in your cash play.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, this guy, Hakimi, you mentioned is real interesting. I never even picked up on him i didn't even know he's it.
1: super young too he's only been in for the last three or four matches here for real madrid uh coming in uh, for injuries that they had at the back and he's held his own he's really talented uh he plays on uh the opposite side of ronaldo so a lot of the crosses he whips in are something ronaldo could just feast on
0: yeah he only played 66 minutes on the 29th so it looks like Zidane is, you know, planning on rolling them out for a full ninety this week. Exactly. Other than that, let's move to midfield. Midfield, you know, I like to just stack teams, and there's a couple teams that are in great spots. Liverpool is obviously in a great spot. We, however, we do not know what kind of starting lineup Klopp will be rolling out. He's facing a lot of injuries with his front, you know, front three guys. Coutinho' status looks to be in doubt. Salah is a Full go. He has, you know, his health has been completely 100% throughout the season. Firmino picked up a cramp late uh, this weekend against Huddersfield. His status is currently unknown. So if he is unable to, you know, make the starting lineup, the likes of Sturridge will probably find his way in the striker nine role. And I would not be surprised if we see oxlade Chamberlain. Uh, start out left and if Oxlade starts out left at 6700 the price is a little bit high but then again Liverpool is supposed to score you know five goals today so he should very well be involved but outside of that James Milner at 7400 many will be you know scared away of that huge price tag but the fact of the matter is this guy is just a machine he racks up points, peripheral stats at a, a hurry he takes all the crosses and set pieces when Coutinho's not there. He had 13 crosses this weekend, one assist, two shots, one on goal um, against Huddersfield this weekend, and at 7,400, he's, you know, a fine play. Many people will be scared to pay that price tag, but I think he's firmly in play. He reminds me of a guy like Joshua Kimmich, who the floor is just insanely high and the ceiling is just as high, but Besides Liverpool, I think I'm going to be a full fade on Dortmund. They, you know, they've only won one game in their past five competitive matches. I usually don't like targeting teams whose form has been bad, regardless of how good the you know situation or matchup they have is. But I think that all the Man City guys are very well priced and. Like Rob and I were mentioning before, I don't think we'll ever see Kevin De Bruyne at 8,400 again. This is a perfect time to, you know, jump on that price tag. His floor is at least 10 to 14, and Man City had no problem dominating Napoli at home last weekend. Uh, But this time they're on the road in Italy, and I still think they'll firmly, you know, have the majority of the possession of the ball racking up, you know, shot attempts and creating all kinds of creative shots and crosses for... The likes of Kuhn, Sane, and Sterling, but outside of that, I think this one guy is very interesting. He was very popular last week. Uh, he plays for Feyenoord. Steven Ber- Bergus. I don't really know how to pronounce his name, but he seems to be, you know, the f- prime focal point of Feyenoord's offense. He had 13 crosses, four shots, and a goal uh, over the weekend. And last time against Shakhtar, he had 10 crosses and a shot and a goal too. So. He's, his form is great. He seems to do everything for Feyenoord, and if Feyenoord is going to shock the world, they're at the bottom of the table right now. They're looking for any hopes of any points. It's likely going to be through this guy. How about you, Rob? What are your takes?
1: Yeah, excellent takes there. I'm just going to touch on a couple things quickly first. Uh, let's start with Liverpool. So how do we approach Liverpool? And the most important thing here is, first of all, if Coutinho's out and Milner's out, you have to play Jordan Henderson on it. Every single card you have, uh, because he'll be handling all the set pieces in light of those two not playing. If Coutinho's not out, you have to play James Milner in every single card. Uh, there's the Mario Board is <laughs> they will be like if they keep Liverpool under four goals, that's a victory for them. Uh, so this is going to be some wing, something where you're just going to plug Liverpool players in as much as you can. This slate uh, now in cash. Literally, what you do, step one, you open your uh, DraftKings slate. Step two, you put in James Milner, you, pet, you put in Bergues, and three, you just make money. Uh, those two have absolutely the best value for midfielders across the board on this slate. Uh, no one even comes close to them. I'll touch on a couple forwards here uh, in a bit that have uh, midfield forward uh, statuses, but uh, in terms of true midfielders, they're pretty interesting. Now we get into the, uh, the England homer bets here, and uh, we, we're, we all know the English Premier League really well, uh, so we should all be very aware that Kevin De Bruyne and, and Christian Eriksen uh, under 8.5k is an absolute criminal offense. Uh, I don't know if uh, we'll ever, ever see them under 9k. So uh, this is something that you're going to have to take advantage of. I highly suggest Kevin De Bruyne in GPP and Christian Eriksen in cash, uh, but... Uh, Either of them, uh, Kevin De Bruyne is definitely my favorite of the two at 8400 That's just madness. I can understand Christian Eriksen being that price against Real Madrid, but Man City just, just should never see that kind of salary. Uh, so I'll be using Kevin De Bruyne an awful lot. Outside of that, uh, like I said, Milner, uh, you want him everywhere. But uh, that seven uh, seven just uh, excuse me, the seven point four to seven K range on DraftKings is incredible uh, for midfielders. Pulisic, Proms, Tiazon, Forsberg, Cruz, Vasquez, David Silva, uh, Chamberlain. Like literally, that's a crew of players there that you can confidently roster in any card in any situation, and you know that they're not going to completely kill you like a Robin last night. So I like like Any of those guys to really do a lot of work. Uh, Deli Ali is someone you're going to have to consider for the fact that again he's priced way too low and he's going to see a lot of extended uh, responsibilities here with no Harry Kane. Uh, I like Asensio. Uh, I like uh, Son Heung-min uh, for Tottenham, too. I don't like it. Just because I like the Real Madrid keeper doesn't mean I don't like uh, the Tottenham players. They're all in a great position here, and they're all so discounted. It's really hard to ignore. Uh, Augustine, someone for Leipzig, um, you have to look at. He takes a lot of the set pieces. He doesn't play uh, very many full games, but he has a pretty decent floor when he hits. Uh, I don't mind him for GPP this week against Porto because they're just not uh, great at keeping the ball out of the net. Uh, when you slowly get started, uh, lower down, I'm not, uh, relying on, uh, Jesus Navas anymore. Sevilla just don't seem very interested in getting him on the field in Champions League, no matter how great he is. Um, slowing down towards the bottom there isn't really too much when you start getting to that kind of hey i need that eight points for cash and i can walk twostras another guy in fire nord uh, for 4.2k uh, he's someone that puts out a pretty decent floor and uh, someone you can uh, just rely on to get you some points so you can just keep walking other than that uh, alone fits on Apol is someone i don't mind either uh, he has a pretty decent floor at 3700 on draftkings and he's incredibly talented uh, uh, you can actually roll him in either format. Uh, I don't mind him in cash because he has a floor, and I don't mind him in GPP because I like Apoel to do some really serious damage uh, without people noticing. Uh, but other than that, you may be able to find a discounted starter like Suzoko on uh, Spurs or something like that. But. Uh, of those uh, of those crew, uh, you really want to focus on James Milamberguis here for your cash plays. Uh, that whole range around the 7K is where you should be looking to spend most of your time this week when you're looking for midfield players. So that's my uh, that's my mid take.
0: Awesome, yeah. Sounds like we're on the same page. You know, plug in Liverpool guys wherever you can they can fit, and then outside of that, we like the you know the mid tier range from 5,900 to. Kevin De Bruyne at 8400. But without further ado, let's move to forwards and obviously at the top of the forwards we have, you know, everyone's favorite player, the star, the superstar, Cristiano Ronaldo. The price seems a little bit too low considering the people he's priced around. And if you just look at it, if you have a Boomenang at 9900 or Ronaldo at 105, it's a no-brainer to pay the extra 600 for Cristiano Ronaldo. He's just a world-class player doesn't matter where he is he can be on Mars he'll still score goals so yeah I think he's you know undoubtedly the number one play of the slate at forward and then below that if Aguero finds his way into the starting lineup under 9k that's just a criminal criminal criminally underpriced for Kuhn um, even in Italy I still think man City holds the mo the majority of the possession on the ball and Kuhn will definitely see a lot of chances to try to slot one in the back of the net but outside of that, there's a lot of these midfielder, um, forward price guys that in the Man Cities we talked on. If Daniel Sturridge finds his way into the starting lineup, I think he's you know a decent player. 8K, 8K is kind of a uh, hefty price for him since he's a completely goal-dependent player. But then again, Liverpool is supposed to score five goals, so I wouldn't be surprised if one or two come from Sturridge's foot. And just below that. There's nothing that really catches my eye. If Benzema starts at 6500 You know, he's a decent play, but he's too goal-dependent for that kind of price tag. And, yeah, that about does it for me for the forwards. What about you, Rob? Yeah, I love Ronaldo. Um, there's two
1: parts to this. The first part is, yeah, he's he's like 2k price less than what he usually is or should be um i'm hoping a lot of people that played yesterday and come over here today are going to look at ronaldo and get the messy fever and get scared off um Messi was unbelievably low-owned yesterday. Now, don't get me wrong. His price made things really complicated. But at the same time, he was just really low-owned for uh, Messi. Uh, So I'm hoping a lot of people will be scared off by Ronaldo's big name, big price tag, and that he hasn't really shown up yet this season. Uh, Real Madrid haven't been great, uh, but at the same time, I think that the Spurs have been worse. So uh, I still like uh, Ronaldo to score at least a goal here for his floor. I don't like Salah. Uh, I'll just be straight up honest about it. I'm not liking what he brings to the table. Maybe it's a little recency bias of him uh, screwing me over in that uh, penalty kick mess on the weekend, but uh, I just don't like where his salary is at compared to Ronaldo. If you compare it for three uh, $300 less than DraftKings, Ronaldo's going to take basically every set piece, and I don't think Salah will, will come close to seeing a set piece this game. So there's just really no reason to take Salah when you can have the floor of Ronaldo and the World class talent that Ronaldo is it just doesn't make sense to take Salah and that isn't saying Salah is a good contrarian play because he isn't a lot of people are still going to be on Salah Uh, so uh, I would fade Salah for Ronaldo on every opportunity here and take the the cheaper Liverpool forwards Uh, stay far 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 away from Amma I'm um, a my bang uh, the Dortmund forward. It doesn't matter if you think Dortmund are going to win by four or five goals. He hasn't scored more than one goal in the game this season, and his highest point out put in DraftKings was 19. So there's just absolutely no reason whatsoever to play not to pay 9.9k in DraftKings for someone who hasn't shown up yet this season in either format and in any type of uh, shape or form that can be presentable enough to put in a card. Yarmolenko has to make your cash cards this week. Like I said. Earlier, about Milner and uh, earlier uh, about uh, the midfielders, about Milner and Bergwies. Your second step is to find Yarmolenko and Forsberg and put them in as your forwards. Uh, Both of them average around seven crosses a game. They're both underpriced. Uh, They both have really great situations here so that even if uh, they hit their ceiling, their floor will pad that enough. Uh, You could be looking at uh, 30 points from both of them. Yarmolenko, someone I really like, especially as a pivot off Amambar Bang, which I think a lot of people will be jumping onto. Uh, And uh, like I said, uh, Forsberg's another great play there. Slowly going down, uh, I love De Bruyne. Again, we already touched on that. I don't get uh well Leroy Sonic, like how can you price him so low under 9k uh literally any game that he's started and City have scored at least two goals he has got he has a floor of a goal and assist every game that's what he gets when Man City scores more than two goals uh so it just blows my mind it, the DraftKings is basically hedging on Man City to score less than uh, three goals here, and I don't think that's logical. Uh, So I'll be looking to Leroy Sané an awful lot this week in GPPs uh, because he's just someone that has an incredible ceiling, and he's proven it time and time again. I like this uh, Liverpool guy, Sturridge, uh, whoever else starts up front. uh, But uh, then we get to two of my favorite plays here, and the first is uh, Wilson Ben Yedder on Sevilla. I'm not too sold on Sevilla as a team, Ben Yedder is someone with a real ceiling. Uh, he's been scoring Champions League goals for a couple seasons now. He's gotten a hat-trick already this season. Uh, so I have absolutely no problem rolling him into another uh, chance here where uh, he's uh, he's in great form right now, too. He's got a point in uh, back-to-back games domestically. So uh, I really like Ben Yedder for Sevilla to uh, cause a lot of headaches here. Uh, Paul six, another guy in Dortmund I'll be looking to roll with in GPPs. It's hard to ignore the fact that April uh, are just a bad team, uh, so Dortmund may uh, may find themselves going here. Proms is another guy you're going to have to look at. He's literally all Spartak, Spartak has going forward. If they attack, it's through Proms. Uh, you could take a look at the the last meeting between them. He had one of the best uh, Champions League uh, finishes ever uh, with uh, 39 uh, for someone who costed under 7k, with two goals and two assists uh, last game against Sevilla. So. Spartak pumped severely last game. That can totally happen again. I'm not afraid to buy into that. Uh, Tezon is another guy you're going to have to look at. He's the main attacking force for uh, Shakhtar. Uh, Shakhtar are pretty predictable in the way they attack. They only really do two things: uh, either their wing backs make a fifty yard cross from the halfway line, the ball bounces a couple times, and Ferreira their forward, gets ahead on it and knocks it in, or Taison gets the ball, dribbles for sixty yards, draws a foul, and then they get to take a free kick. So that's basically how Shakhtar do their thing. Taison's one of the two casts that you can rely on to do anything for them. So he's someone you can roll with. Uh, I really like Ferreira on uh, Shakhtar. He's uh, their only guy up front, and I don't fire order are brutal they're really 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 bad like imagine the leicester city situation and then times it by five that's exactly what fire Order are dealing with right now they lost their entire championship team from last year completely gutted all sorts of injuries but there's only one other person here that i really want to talk to and talk about and it's on the other side of the game and it's a guy that goes by the name of nicholas jorgson on uh fire Nord. now for anyone who hasn't really been following the, the Dutch uh, the Dutch Domestic League, which I assume is basically everyone, uh, Jorgsen is the Holland's version of Harry Kane. They look identical, they score identical, and he plays for the Spurs of Holland. Uh, so if you are looking for someone at 4K who's going to start and has an excellent chance of getting a goal, uh, Jorgsen's the guy. He scores at an incredible rate. And I think 4K is, uh, again, one of those criminally underpriced situations uh, that uh, just shouldn't be happening. he, uh, he, he he should score a goal this week. I really like him too. I'll be rocking with him in GPPs. Don't play him in uh, cash. The same with Di Camargo. Uh, I don't mind them in GPP. Both their teams stand to score a goal, and both of these two are the people up front for them. Uh, don't go with Marcus Tavares. He's someone you can rely on sometimes, but against Liverpool, he has literally no floor or ceiling to work with. Uh, so that isn't something you want to work at this week. But other than that, uh, I really like George Uh, For some really super salary relief But uh, it's just really hard to ignore The discounts on uh, Kevin De Bruyne And Leroy Sané And even Ronaldo himself Uh, Those discounts are really hard to to pass up on But uh, for the most part I'm going to be rocking a lot of Yarmolenko And uh, a lot of uh, Ben Yedder and GPP
0: Awesome, there you heard it These are our takes for Wednesday's Champions League slate uh, hopefully, you know, everything helps you create more profitable lineups, and that'll about do it. Uh, I believe there is no English Premier League this weekend. Is that correct?
1: Good question. Uh I saw DraftKings with some pricing up for EPL, but that may just be for a future week away. But either way, um, I'm really looking forward to uh, yeah, yeah. There's this weekend, yeah, Saturday the fourth and Sunday the fifth. This weekend uh, looks pretty good, actually. Uh, Liverpool, we have them on the main slate on Saturday, Uh, but other than that, there's no Champions League teams we have to worry about.
0: Awesome. So I was wrong. I thought there was an international break coming up, but I guess that's the week after. Anyways, that'll wrap up this edition of Foul Balls, and we will see you on Thursday or Friday morning for EPL. Have a good Have fun, everyone. Yep, bye-bye.